Welcome to the Help for Wounded Spirits. This podcast exists to reach those wounded and suffering through life's trials. And now your hosts, Dr. Doug Carriger and Mrs. Stephanie Wesco. Great to be back with you folks. Man, I'm excited today. With me is Pastor Stephen Cox, the pastor of the Bible Baptist Church right down the road here in Simpsonville, South Carolina. I think one of the best two churches here in the area. And uh, I had the opportunity to go out and hear him uh, do some expository preaching. And he was talking about Samson the night I was at his church. We just swung through and just very gracious, just wonderful people. So uh, if you hear something you like from uh, Pastor Cox, uh, his handle, uh, he'll share that with you. As we mentioned a little while ago, is is under Stephen Cox there on Twitter. Uh, he's also out there on Facebook. Make sure you follow him. Hey, listen, his church is exciting. And I, I want to shout out, I was just mentioning the pastor. I, you know, we're trying to shout out to you folks in Ukraine, blown away by the apolitics. There's 200 of you folks over there in Ukraine. Listen to us and listen, we love you. And yeah. uh, we're not forgetting what you folks are going through. Uh, we're, we're not forgetting uh, uh, everything that's going on there. We want you to know that God is bigger than all that. Mm. But even in the midst of that, there's things that cause PTSD. There are trials. I believe we get trials for two reasons, my friends. So whether you're in a, um, wherever you're at in the world, God gives us trials. We're told to get us closer to God. You know, we come out of these things with patience. We come out of these things with a better understanding. We see where Job's relationship got so close with God that he even brought his friends in and started praying for them and, and things just, so not only did his relationship help him get closer to God when he was going through trials, but it helped his friends get closer to God. And, and I believe that's what, we're, that's what God uses trials for. And I think we're seeing that. And so every day we've been starting off and we've been talking about a word and we're going to do that a little bit, but I want to introduce uh, Pastor Cox. I want him to tell a little bit about himself so you folks can get to know him a little bit. Yeah, uh, it's. I appreciate you having me on. This yes, sir. is a great thing, uh, Doug, and and uh, just just getting to know you a little better the last few weeks. And um, we are uh, there in Simpsonville Bible Baptist Church. Uh, I've been married almost eighteen years. I've Glory. got four precious children. Uh, our church is uh, just really some of the most loving people in the world, and I've I've had the privilege of pastoring that church nearly seven years, uh, six and a half years. Um, and, uh, just God has blessed that church immensely. It's been amazing, uh, what God is doing right there in the midst of, uh, Simpsonville. We're kind of right there between Simpsonville and Fountain Inn and, yeah. uh, they're in Greenville County. And I'm just excited, uh, what the Lord's doing, what he's going to do in the future. And I love the uh, podcast. I have a podcast. It's called Real Vintage Podcast. It's, mm. it's a little different podcast where, um, you know, we just cover all kinds of subjects. Yeah. Uh, but um, I love the the way that the podcast works, where we get to reach 
sometimes we'll never meet them in person, but we get to reach countless people. Yeah. And uh, the, the main thing is, you know, with the gospel and, and with... Oh, Lord it's great. I, I listen to his podcast. Uh, uh, I subscribe to it. So I'm, I'm always excited to hear it. And uh, uh, one of the last ones that, that Pastor worked on in his particular podcast, I, I think was, I was really attracted to it as a preacher because it was talking about when good people leave your church. And I, I remember thinking to myself, boy, this is exactly what we need to hear. You know, we need to put out relevant information on how to help people and yeah. uh, how to, how, and I, I was really excited about yeah. that. So uh, awesome. I'm excited. Now, folks, I was able to go to Bible Baptist Church eight years ago, 10 years ago. I preached there a couple times. I did a banquet. And uh, so I've seen the church. The church was a good church when pastor got there. Mm-hmm. And I say this, and I don't say this to embarrass pastor, but I think it's past that good thing. It's headed into great. I think God's doing a work. They're blowing out walls and buying buildings next door. And they're not doing that uh, um, uh, for their glory. It's for That's the right. glory of God. People Amen. are showing up. Things are starting to happen. And I love to see heritage built on where people get together and they plan a church. And oh, if those uh, forefathers of that church, if they could come back and look, they'd say hallelujah. And so, yeah. so I'm very thankful for that because far too often we see a church going in the other direction. So the word I want to start with today, and we think about PTSD, we think about hypervigilance, we, we think about those things that maybe we don't get quite right because we're so vigilant. We're so wound up. We're so ADD-like or ADHD-like. And there's a word that's really important to God, and that word is love. Love is a really important word. And uh, I, I, I think this, uh, he that knoweth, he that loveth not knoweth not God. So think about that. If we don't love, we don't know God for God is love. God is love. So love, my friends, and, and above all things, put on charity which is the bond of perfectness. And we know in the King James terms, that's, that's the word of love, charity and love. What a great combination of words there. And uh, what are you thinking about that, Pastor, love? Well, you, you said it. Uh, I think when you mention love, uh, when it comes to the spiritual sense, it's the word charity. And Paul said, now by the faith, hope, charity, these three, but the greatest of these is charity. So the greatest yeah. is love. And I've always put the definition of love uh, and charity uh, together, and, and it's loving others the way that we've been loved by the Lord. Praise God. And so that's a spiritual sense. We, we, we can only love people through the Lord Jesus. That's right. That's, until we truly know Him, we can't truly love uh, the yes, way that, that the world sometimes paints love. It, it, it's a different love. It, this love here is loving others the way that we've been loved by the Lord. Wow. And so... Um, you know, charity, as Paul put it, that First Corinthians 13, if you've never read that before, I challenge you to do so because uh, we can make a lot of noise and we can uh, be tinkling cymbals and sounding brass, but if we do not possess mm. charity, we are nothing. And, and brethren, this is, I, I love the way uh, the pastor just covered this. This is really important. I think sometimes we almost get numb or jaded, these terrible things that happen to us in life uh, from the world. You know, we'll view life through uh, glasses that are of the world. We've been hurt. Many of us uh, listening to me today have been in combat, been policemen, been raped. Uh, uh, The Lord only knows what your trauma is that gave you PTSD. But I want you to know that God cares about that. And uh, he loves you in a way that's beyond anything that we could ever do. And uh, greater love have no, uh, no, no man than this, this. no man than this, than a man fr- lay down, down his down. life for his That's friends. Right. Yeah. Yep. So think about that. And anyway, so we get stuck up, Pastor. We get stuck with this whole thing. So what's love to us? And we, and we get 
we get sideways on that. So as a pastor, you're talking to somebody and you're trying to explain what love looks like as a new Christian, what love looks like as somebody who's been hurt, somebody who's looking through the world's glasses. I mean, what, what would be an example that you could say to them, you think? Well, you know, outside of, of course, the ultimate example, uh, which is uh, the Lord Jesus Christ, yeah. I think that uh, we as Christians uh, should love and, and be the example to the world as far as loving one another. Yeah. Uh, it's sad today that um, sometimes you can't see it in, in churches today or in, in Christian realm today. There's been a lot of, uh, in today's society, a lot of anger and a lot of uh, hate. And, boy, you see it on the news. You see it everywhere. It's just kind of divided and divisive. But in the in the realm of Christianity and in the church, that should be the example of what true love is, is loving yeah. the brethren, loving our brothers and sisters in Christ, and loving sinners. Yeah. Uh, just loving people. No and I'm glad you are. got to that. Yeah. And, uh, you, you know, in the, in the Bible, it's true, and exactly what Pastor said, we got to love each other, uh, you know, and at the same time, we have to love sinners. I'm so thankful that someone loved me enough right. to share the gospel with me as yep. a crazy old sinner and a soldier. Yep. And, uh, and, and, you know, God gives us some rules to live by. Over in, You know, we know over in Romans chapter 12, it says, prefer the brethren, yep. but it doesn't say cut out your neighbors. That's it right. doesn't say don't knock on doors. It doesn't yeah. say uh, don't love the guy down the road because he did this to someone or something. No, God, God loves every one of us for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. So he loved the world. He, he's not, he's not crossing out the people who are liberal, who don't believe maybe the same way we do there. We're not crossing out the people in those countries. No, God loved the whole world. And he's teaching us to love like him, telling us it's the greatest of attributes. So I want to end there, but folks, listen, sometimes we get love wrong. And uh, love isn't about uh, just a physical relationship. It's so much bigger than that. You know, in God's kingdom, that physical relationship comes with something that's marriage and wonderful and great. And and it's beyond anything we can believe. So I want to say to you, my dear friends, remember that love Love is something special. Love is something that's a gift from God. Love isn't something that we contrive. Love isn't something that Hollywood has to make up for us. Love is what we find in the 66 books of the Bible. Love is what we find as we read the Bible. Love is there. So thank you for that, Pastor. A couple minutes before we head into commercial, I, I want to go to our first verse tonight, maybe start talking a little bit about that, and then we'll go ahead and break for our stations. But uh, I love this verse over here in chapter 21. It says, to do justice in judgment, is more acceptable to the Lord than sacrifice. And uh, so this idea of justice, you know, another word for that, maybe righteousness or, you know, being just, caring for people, doing the right thing, I think, is what it's talking about there. It's the, it's the way, you know, it's funny we use the word love today, Pastor, because I believe that justice is the way we treat people. Doing the right thing. I believe yeah. that it's the way we treat people. It's a, it's a, you know, and, and by the way, that's very important to God. Not only, you know, we have this vertical relationship. We pray to God and that's when we speak to him. We, we read his word and that's when he speaks to us. But folks, we have a responsibility for this horizontal relationship here on earth. And it's, it's more acceptable uh, to the Lord than a sacrifice. Pastor, what do you think of that verse? Well, I also, I also look at it as though justice and judgment is uh, more acceptable to the Lord than sacrifice. It's, it's almost like doing spiritual things, but doing them, uh, sometimes you can sacrifice. It's a, it's a spiritual thing, but if it's not done in the right way, mm. 
it cannot be acceptable to the Lord. Uh, there was a man in, in a church years ago that was, he was one of the most faithful members we, we ever had. And uh, I'm talking about was there every time the doors were open and all, but he was one of the most grumpiest men. Yeah. And he didn't have the joy of the Lord. Uh, didn't seem like it, but yet he was always telling people how faithful he was and, and how, you know. And so my, my thought is, is when you do the spiritual yeah. And uh, the sacrifice and, and all the things. Make sure that it's also backed up by, by yeah. the, uh, you know, by, by your 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 sacrifice and your acceptance of the Lord. And that's great. We want to come right back to that. Hey, folks, let's take a break for a second. Well, it's great to be back with you. And 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 what a. Uh, what a point there. And I think it's really productive that as we look at these practical things, and uh, here's a guy who's always at church. Here's a guy, he's checking all the blocks. Pastor, I've been that guy, I think. And, you know, we check the blocks, but for some reason we want attention. So in the Army, we used to have this term we use called spotlight soldiers. And what would happen is, you know, we could be down digging a hole for two hours, and your buddy would come up alongside you and say, let me dig. You know, he'd see the captain pulling up or something. So he'd hop in there, throw some dirt on his face, and make believe he was digging because he wanted the spotlight on him but you can't fake people out no. yeah you know the, the leadership knows they say hey man uh, like this guy you're talking about now was he able to get turn this around this gentleman you're speaking of well not that i know of i mean he was an older man but yeah. I, I feel like you know whether he was doing it and god knows the heart but whether yeah. he was doing it for acceptance uh i'm not sure but uh but you know when you can check all the boxes if it's still not done right uh, if it's not, your heart's not right. It doesn't, to me, to me, to the Lord, it doesn't matter. Yeah. And so there's a lot of people do the spiritual things, but it's just in the, for the wrong reason. Yeah. And I think that's important. You know, I, I would, as I think of this, you know, this is something we can start today. Here's the great news. If we're off with this, okay, you know, we've read God's word. We've looked at it. We've talked about it. Uh, I think this is something we can start today. I read a Chinese proverb the other day. You be careful of those things. You know, I had a fortune cookie laying around the house going through the cupboard and I cracked that bad boy in half and ate it. I can't even eat Chinese food because of fish sauce, but I opened it up and the Chinese proverb said this, the best day to plant a tree was 20 years ago. The second best day to plant our tree is today. So, folks, I, I'm telling you, I think today's just a great day to get that right. That's so, right. Uh, ju just put those things straight. Now, look at this verse over here in uh, verse number four here in chapter 21. It says, a high look and high look and a proud heart. And uh, it doesn't sound good there. And the plowing of the wicked is sin. And uh, so we think of that, you know, this high look or this, you know, looking down your nose, doing it in an arrogant way and having that prideful heart. And, you know, it's, it's funny how all this comes together, Pastor. We were just talking about this gentleman. Yeah. And uh, in and, and the, and the plowing, uh, and, it, and it goes on to the say, working. in the plowing of the wicked. I mean, so the sinful thing. And I mean, uh, we're seeing something here and it's saying it's sin. What's yeah. it saying to us here, brother? Yeah, well, we know that a high look and a proud heart both are some things that God hates. I mean, he, he hates pride. And when you uh, are filled with, uh, with this uh, look, uh, this, this uh, it reminds me of a Pharisee. Yeah. Pharisees had the outward appearance. They yes, had sir. all that. They checked all the boxes. But they also wanted to, the people to see them praying. They wanted the people to see them giving in the treasury. They wanted all the, the notoriety of a religious, quote-unquote, person. 
and it was still done in a wrong way because pride is sin. It's yeah. it's a, it's it's one of the things that God hates, uh, and so we we should avoid pride at all costs. We all battle that. We, we do. all battle pride. Yeah, yeah. So, every day, every yeah, day, we have it's to a die burden. Self and yeah, and realize that we're nothing, and He's everything, and any good that we do is because of Him. And we just need to be reminded that that pride is the enemy. Yeah. And so that that high look and a proud, we fight that as Christians because we can walk into a church and we can we can have this like we got it all together and look what I've accomplished and those things. So the Bible just clearly says it's sin. It is. And and you know, I, here's one of the uh, neat things about pastor. So when I was at his church, he was talking about a situation that he had been through. And uh, he could have been very prideful about it. And, you know, a preacher, national conference, making a comment about him. And, and pastor just decided to move forward. And, and folks, to do that, and I want you to talk about that situation. I think it'll be a help to our people. But to do that, you have to stop and take a breath and say, God, what's best for your kingdom and you right now? And, uh, and to get there. So how do, so you get the word that this fella, and actually yeah. I heard him speak about you, so I know exactly who it is. I, I meant to tell you that that <laughs> night, but how do you deal with that situation? Well, you know, it, it was, um, it, it backing up, I, I had not had any, uh, as far as interaction with this man for a long time. We, we used yeah. to be very good friends and I still consider him, uh, an acquaintance and friend, though we don't really speak, but, yeah. but, uh, had preached for him. He'd preached for us, um, years ago when I was at another church. And so, um, when I took Bible Baptist years ago, um, it, you know, just, I got busy and we just had not really had much interaction. Well, one of my assistants was watching a conference. He sees that this man, uh, gets at a national conference and just totally land blasts me and, and uh, it caught me, I'll be honest with you, Doug, it, it, it kind of knocked the, the wind out of my sails a little yeah. bit. Like, I was like, why, why would this? And and uh, hurt me a little bit at first. Like, where did this come from? And that's usually how an attack happens. Yeah. It, it'll blindside you. And so uh, there for a little bit, I had the temptation to blast back. Yeah. I, had a, I wanted to fire back. I wanted to, yeah. you know. And, uh, but... The more that I thought about it, the more I thought about my family, and the more I thought about the the name of Christ and and the work of God, the more I thought, what good would this actually do? Right. And so um, I just remained silent on it. It went on for a little while, and it got some attention, and some other guys were doing the blasting, and I told them, "Hey, back off! It's you know, he's a man of God. He is." Yeah. And uh, so I was careful about it. It eventually died down. Uh, there's always going to be those little naysayers in the yeah. in the corner that's going to you know what they don't understand they'll criticize. But you know what? If you'll just keep your eyes on Jesus and keep your eyes focused on the the main thing, uh, I don't have time to pastor anybody else's churches. Yeah, I have a hard time enough time pastoring mine. So I, I don't want to get into the name calling and the and the preacher shouldn't be doing that. No, you no. know, and the world looks at that and they're thinking, what in the world is that? Yeah. And they, they don't want no part of that. Yeah. So, and, and I don't either. And I don't want my kids to hear that. And, and, uh, Hey, you know, my, my father's great friends with that man. I've never even shared that with my dad. Mm. Uh, he's never brought it up. I'm never going to come between he and his friendship with that man. Yeah. Praise uh, the Lord. So, you know, that's just, I took the high road, I guess is what you want to say. Yeah. 
So. And this is a real practical thought here. And, and, you know, so many of us with PTSD and stuff, so this whole hypervigilance or living on edge, one of the biggest mistakes that we make, and I'm pointing, you know, I, I'm not only pointing at the people listening to this podcast, I'm pointing at myself, is when you're hypervigilant, you, and especially when you're a veteran of the military or something like that, you've been trained that you got to attack twice as hard. Yeah. So if somebody's saying something about you, you got to say three things about them. Yeah. And, uh, and there's got to be, a, you know, shreds of truth dug in there. I mean, I was trained that way. And then, he, then you get saved. And, I mean, you start going to preaching and stuff. And it's like, and people at work are starting to attack us and stuff. And I'm like, let them. Yeah. You know, uh, we're the, you know, we were number one in the world with retention. I mean, there was no one even close to us. And my guys are saying, you know, this sergeant major uh, over there in America, he's saying this about you and saying that about you. And I say, you know what? We'll talk to him after we pick up our trophy this year at the retention conference. <laughs> you know, after we get that six foot tall trophy that we have to pay extra yeah. luggage for yeah. to bring back to our command in Europe, we'll go over and say hi to him. But we're, and, and you know, I, I like what you're saying there. And folks, I think there's an example that we need to drive home with us and that's trust in Jesus trust in God look into his word now if somebody's got hurt there's something you need to correct we get that talk to your pastor about that and things of that nature you know I always think it's important to correct things I think if somebody is you know not biblically correct we can't let somebody be hurting people and things of that nature I get that but if it's just this silly old gossip and people being, and it's, it's jealousy, I'll tell you what it is. It's, it's uh, uh, when people talk about folks, I think it's jealousy. I've never seen it where it hasn't been jealousy. I, I honestly 100% agree. And yeah. again, I've, I've looked at myself, I've looked at our church. I, I think, you know, what in the world, you know, the jealousy part, um, he's the one speaking at the conference, you know, and, and, yeah. and, and my, but at the end of the day, um, you know, uh, he made a phone call to me, and we had a, a, a good cordial conversation uh, a few weeks after that interaction there, or that uh, statement that he made. Mm-hmm. And uh, so, I forgave him, and you and, move, and we move on. Yeah. And so yeah. that that to me, uh, we got to battle jealousy, and we got to battle pride. Yeah, and, 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 I, and we do, do that with love. And yeah. so, you know, starting this whole thing out, speaking about love and, and going how important it is, the greatest of these is love. And, and being able to display that love in our lives, it changes everything. It changes everything. Uh, and I'll tell you, folks, and, and if you can plug into the Bible in the morning, if you can plug into God, if you can pray, when those attacks come along, when those things come along, it's so much easier to go uh, sit in your prayer closet, sit in your office and close the door and pray and say, God, I need your help to go through this. And and there's a satisfaction. It's hard to explain. But when you're inside of God's will on something like that, I'm telling you, there'll be a couple of days it's eating away at your gut and you, it feels like it's strangling you and you want to keep on walking toward that cell phone. But a couple of days later, when you've obeyed God, when you've moved out, you've trusted God, you put Christ in charge of all that, man, I'm telling you, life gets good. Oh, all man. of a sudden, God gives you a smile and some satisfaction that you just can't get anywhere else. Hey, we love you, folks. Listen, if you need to get a hold of us, make sure you go out to our Facebook page. Helpful Wounded Spirits, drop me a message. I'll make sure I'll get right back to you. You can contact me at Doug at WoundedSpirits.com. In the last week, we've heard from 38 of you. We'd like to tell you a little bit about the ministry. We'd like to tell you about how you can help. we got a TV show. By the time you listen to this, you can go to WoundedSpirits.com or WoundedSpiritsMinistry.com, whichever one, and you're going to find 12 episodes on how to help people with PTSD and get help yourself. The devil's going to be attacking. We're going to be hearing from a lot of people. We need you. So give me a call and uh, we'll help you out with that we sure do love you hey walk around out there with a smile that only god can give you have a good day
Thank you for listening to our podcast today. It is very important to all of us at Help for Wounded Spirits that you know your Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. The Bible is very clear with a simple salvation message. You can know today. First, you're a sinner, for all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. Second, there's a price on sin, for the wages of sin is death. Third, Jesus paid that price for you, but God commendeth his love toward us in that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. Lastly, you must speak it with your mouth and believe it with your heart, that if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus, and shalt believe in thine heart that God hath raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. For with the heart man believeth unto righteousness, and with the mouth confession is made known unto salvation. Simply ask the Lord to save you in Jesus' name while believing in your heart, and he will. Please contact us if we can help you in any way. God bless you. Doug and Stephanie, thank you for listening today. We hope this podcast has been a blessing in your life. For helpful resources, more information, or to donate to help this vital ministry, visit us at WoundedSpirits.com.